Amen. Thank the Lord. Matthew chapter 4, verses 18 through 22. Keep your Bibles open. I will be reading some other scriptures as I go through uh, the time that we have today. But then our mass choir sing this morning. Boy, you can tell uh, the Spirit of God moves by His Spirit. Matthew chapter 4. And again, for our visitors, we welcome you. And you might want to turn this down some more. Welcome you, but we are a Bible-believing fellowship. So we invite our members to bring your Bibles to church. If you don't have one, most times it's a black book, look like this. You can, you know, more with that. You know, amen. Amen. Because, amen, you need to know the word. It doesn't matter how old you are. We need to get away from all this generational craziness. Whether you are a silent generation, GI generation, baby boomer, baby buster, millennial, or post-millennial, if you are going to survive, you need to know this book. Amen. You need to know the word of God. Matthew chapter 18 verses, I mean 4, Matthew chapter 4 verses 18 through 22. Again, our focus on verse number 19. But let's read out loud. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible, all right? And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat, Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called them. And they immediately left the boat, and their father and followed him. The grass withered, the flower faded away, but the word of our God will stand forever. Uh, again, I want to tag this text. Fishers of men, no bait needed. Part two, you may be seated. Fishers of men, no bait needed. Part two. Fishers of men. A woman told her friend, if you cook your husband a fish meal, he will have a nice meal. But if you teach him how to fish, you can get rid of him for the whole weekend. The words of the, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continue to echo through the corridors of time. And it will continue until he returns. Because the blessed hope of every believer is that Jesus is coming back again. So consequently, 
these 10 words in the King James Version of the Bible still shape and continue to shape the destiny of mankind. And these 10 words are, Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. As Christians, our leader is Jesus Christ. Amen. As a Christian, he is my personal Lord and Savior. And this is why Jesus is not welcome into denominational churches and religious organizations because they are following some man. I'm following Jesus. Not following the Pope. Not following some bishop or apostle or potentate. But Jesus Christ is my leader. It's right there in your text. Keep your Bibles open. Ask a friend to look on with you because you got a lot of folk following a lot of different people. And especially now on Facebook, a lot of y'all following. Some of y'all follow me on Facebook. That's cool. Some of y'all follow people on Twitter and all that. That's fine. But the ultimate person you are following is Jesus. That's why some of y'all act funny because the person you following act funny. You going to church today? No, I ain't going. You, going, you like Reverend McClendon? No, I don't like him. See, you follow the wrong person. Amen. We follow Christ. Amen. Dr. Howard Hendricks, professor of Christian education at Dallas Theological Seminary, states, make disciples is the mandate of the master. We may ignore it, but we cannot evade it. There are four calls of the master. The first call is the call to salvation. Somebody say salvation. That's the first call. You know, that's the foundation. That's why you need to start asking these people, are they saved? Start assuming. You know, you better ask them. Especially you single people. Before you marry somebody, he may look good and all that. Or she may look good. But you better ask them the question. Are you saved? Amen. Amen. He calls us salvation. Jesus told Nicodemus, who was the epitome of religiosity, in John chapter 3, verse 7b, you must be born again. And going to church don't save anybody. I told the newcomers this morning, as you all know, I was a member of four different denominational churches, Baptist, Methodist, Church of God in Christ and Church of the Living God and lost in all of them. Because going to church won't save you no more than being born in a garage make you a mechanic. You, you got to ask him to save you. Amen. I didn't drink, never been drunk in my life. Didn't smoke, never smoked in my life. Unlike Bill Clinton, I didn't smoke or inhale. I was a sober sinner, and that's all the four I can go. Amen. Just those two. Amen. They're called the salvation. Call, call. And then the second call is a call to service. And that service is through with other believers, which is called membership. You, you, you'll say you'll be part of, of a membership, of a fellowship. That's where you all are. 
Uh, now there's a distinct difference because the third call is a call to discipleship. You got a lot of people who are members, but they are not disciples. And what we are trying to do here, because St. James is not a daycare center, it is a discipleship center to help you become a disciple, a learner of Christ. You see, church members go to church when they want to. I got some folk I ain't seen in Yale's. But they'll tell you, I'm a member of St. James. Well, that's just a church member. Uh, the last check, I don't know what it is now. We had one time over 4,000 uh, members of this church. Members. See, but not disciples. See, members just come, they flip a coin. I don't think I'll. It's snowing, it's, it's raining in Minnesota. I don't think I'll make it. See, that's a member. See, a member will curse the hell out of you. Amen. And we'll buy all the liquor up before the 4th of July. That was. All right. That's right. That's a member. Amen. They, they danced all last night at the club. That's a member. See, that's why I don't get it confused. And that's why some of you members, you better, if you're going to get your liquor for the fourth, better go if you haven't gotten it. Because some of the other members, they missing church, so they already at the liquor store. You, they may, you may, they're going to get your favorite. That's a member. He calls us members. And then the, the third calling, discipleship, is to become disciples. And then the fourth calling is he calls us from labor to reward. One day he's going to call our name. And the sad reality is today that there are so many people who are just members. They are stuck in membership. They are what one writer called casual Christians. They want to be numbered among the, the flock, but they don't want to call him, they don't want to follow the shepherd. <laughs> they, they want to be numbered among the flock, but they don't want to call him Lord and shepherd. So, so two things here I want to lift up here on, on, on uh, discipleship, becoming fishers of men. First of all, we must believe that Jesus is the Messiah. We, we must believe. It's not optional that Jesus is the Messiah. I was at, the, at the Juneteenth parade the other day, and I had to pray. I had to ask the Lord to uh, repent it because my attitude was bad. When some brothers ran up to me talking about black Israelites. And I said, what? And I hope they're live stream. I want to meet you. I want to see you. You all confused, brother. Jesus is the Messiah. The, the seed plot of the Bible. Genesis 3.15, the seed plot of the Bible. God's plan for the redemption of mankind, the pro-evangelicum. The Christian religion is the only religion that starts out from the presupposition that mankind is a sinner. We are sinners by birth, we are sinners by practice, and we are sinners by choice. Even though we are saved, we still have a tiger in our tank. And that's why I'm praying for some of you all who haven't been saved long, who used to drink, smoke, and all that stuff. Because this time of the year, it's hot. 
and a cool light will really go good right? while you're barbecuing. I'm praying for you. And then somebody used to pour some beer on your meat. And I'm praying for you. Amen. And if you don't think we are sinners, just look around. Watch the news. Uh, from abortion to racism to ungodly affections to homicides to divorce to drug addiction to robbery mankind we are sinners amen amen we are sinners and, and those of us who are saved all of us are ex something so that's why we don't look down on nobody that's why we don't look down on people because all of us are still struggling with something <laughs> I'm saved see when I got saved going on 46 years ago my flesh didn't get saved my spirit man got saved so that's why I don't go to no clan meetings because somebody called me the n-word I'm going to be ready what? who you talking to? Who? amen I don't go to girly bars because some woman dancing nude my mind is not going to be on amazing grace well bless his name amen, amen. So, so we're saved but we're still in this flesh. That's why Paul said, walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. That, that flesh, you know, and whatever you feed is going to grow. The reason why some of y'all are struggling, you're Christian, you are struggling because you are feeding the flesh. So you're struggling with it. And then, and then some folk try to call it generational curses. Then some folk lie and talk about they were born like that. No, you just born black. Ain't nothing, you don't tell that lie. You acquire that. You just, amen. It got real quiet there because, see, some people have tried that. Well, yes, no, come on, no, you, amen. You a sinner, amen. You a sinner. That's why we struggle, amen. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse, if y'all don't say amen, I'm going to have to read it, amen. First, <laughs> I'm going to go read it because some of y'all ain't saying nothing. Some of y'all sit up there like, Sitting up there like you ain't never done nothing wrong. Listen, listen, you right here. Anytime you see yourself in this bliss, just don't say nothing. Just say, mm-hmm. First Corinthians chapter 6, 9 through 11. See, some people don't want to even look at it. I get so tickled. I was the same way before I got saved. Don't show me no. Oh, that's Bible. Oh, God. Because I told y'all before I got saved, I used to go to the wrong hotel and they have that Gideon Bible there. First thing I do, I get rid of it. Put that thing away. Because either sin will keep you from the Bible or the Bible will keep you from sin. Yes, sir. If you sick of that devil, whip out your book. Wait a minute. First Corinthians chapter 6, 9 to 11. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Be not bamboozled. Be not hook-winged. Neither fornicators. You know what that is. All right. Amen. Amen. Neither idolaters. See, amen. So far, amen. I was an idolater. I, I worship basketball. Basketball was my God. Nor adulterous, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, homosexuality. And I tell all my gay friends I know, you all are number five on the list. The first one, Paul left, the, he said fornicators. You know, y'all ain't number one. Okay, got quiet again. Amen. So, nor thieves, 
No covetous. See, some of y'all never drank, never danced, but you're jealous. See, that's covetousness. You, you're jealous. That's why you can't. That's why you can't stand. That's why, that's why I want to give Mount Sinai a standing ovation. That's why some of these old jealous-hearted preachers and pastors and churches, listen, it's enough to go around. We ain't got to be jealous of nobody. Amen. That's why some folk can't celebrate. You can't, you can't take everybody to your house. Because some people see how you are living large. Some of you can't drive your new car to work. Some of the same folk who complain about me driving my 1999 Dodge Dakota with 240,000 miles on. If I pull up in a new Mercedes, they're talking about, that's who I'm talking about. See what I'm talking about? That's where, that's where our money going. You drive that. All right, all right. Let me get back. Covetous. It's right here. Got your Bible. Uh, not drunkards. We call it alcoholism. And nowadays in America, we make it a, a disease. You now know you can catch alcoholism. So you better be careful who you go around. <laughs> nor revilers. That's a bad talking rascal. Crushing. Nor extortional. Shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. Let's pray. <laughs> such were some of you. But ye what? Wash. Your low down dirty rounds. You've been washed. Ye have been sanctified. Sanctified means set apart. Amen. You have been justified. And that means just as though you never did anything with your low down back by self. Because unlike OJ, I did it. But with Jesus, just as though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, that's why saints start shouting, amen, because you know what you did. Matter of fact, everybody don't know what you did. And you can't tell everybody what you did because if people knew some of the stuff I did before I got saved, y'all wanted to cry the pulpit vacant this morning and say, forget about 25 years. Get rid of him. Man, give him a dime. Just as though it never happened. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and by the spirit of our God <laughs> Woo, thank you he, he's the Messiah he's the only one who can say he is the Messiah don't get it twisted every spirit that confesses that Jesus is coming to flesh is of God every spirit that confesses not he's coming to flesh is not of God he is the Messiah Somebody would tell me last week, talking about they got a prayer language. No, you get saved, you get saved. Amen. You ain't got to be baptized in no water. You ain't got to go in no particular church. I'm saved because Jesus died and saved me. And I'm saved because I asked him, Romans 10, 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And to be saved doesn't mean you're perfect. It means you've been forgiven. Thank you. So he is the Messiah. That's part five. And then my second point this morning, not only is he the Messiah. See, I'm not hung up with all this stuff, Buddha and all this kind of foolishness, Muhammad and all that stuff. They are still dead. My Savior lives. He walks with me and he talks with me. 
and he tell me I am his own. He's still a miracle worker. He's my Messiah. Amen. My second point is not only we must believe that Jesus is the Messiah, we must believe that the Bible is the message of the Messiah. That's why I'm hooked up on this book. The Bible is the recorded spoken words of God. The Bible is the only divinely inspired book. From Genesis to Revelation, it is the word of God. I get so tickled, Reverend Clemens, all these, some, so many folk go to school, just go past by a school, and all of a sudden they become heavy, and they want to challenge the authenticity of the word of God. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof. This is the word of God. Jesus says in John chapter 8, verses 30 through 32. Let's go there. Go to John chapter 8, 30 through 32. Uh, he said, John chapter 8. Would you read this? Because again, the difference between discipleship and membership. Amen. Discipleship. Look what Jesus said. John chapter 8. Verses 30 through 32. You can pull it up on your, nat, on your, on your uh, computer, pull it up on your iPhone, on you read it. That's it, that's it. And look what Jesus said. He said, John 8, 30 through 32, all right? And as he spoke these words, many believed on him. That's salvation, when you believe on Jesus. Then said Jesus to those Jews who believed on, on him, if ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. That's why as Christians, I'm not running around here confused. When you know Jesus, you know truth. Any question you have is in the book. It's the truth. Because Jesus said it. And then not only that we put a, it's the truth, then Paul says to Timothy, 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The late Dr. T.F. Simmon used to tell us, if people will follow you without knowing why, they'll fight you without knowing why. And that's why every church I pastor, I try to get people into the book. Because you can't do nothing with ignorance but teach it out. A lot of folk would do better if they knew better. Amen. You've been saved five years, you ought to be tithing by now. We ought not still be talking about, come on, bring all the, you ought to be running to bring your offering. But the word of God, you need to study for yourself. The people in Thessalonica, they search the scriptures daily. To see if such things were true. In the Christian faith, we have a lot of lazy Christians. Amen. You got Muslims who will blow themselves up for Allah. We won't even come back to evening service. <laughs> All right. And they're going to try to get happy. I will trust him. And haven't read your Bible. When last time? What? When last time you read it? Huh? What? So what? So what? Study the word. I told you all 25 years ago, if I could not substantiate what I say in the book, don't believe me. 
Now, I'm not standing right here fussing with nobody about this Bible. The Bible says it, and that's it. Whether you believe it or not, God said it, and that sells it right there. Amen. It's over with. You ain't got to be arguing about these folks. What you think about this? I don't think no more about it. Opinions, like my mama used to tell us, opinions are just like armpits. Everybody got them and they all stink. Amen. All right. Better study for yourself. Know this book for yourself if you're going to be a disciple. And then Hebrews 13 and 9, it brings stability. Hebrews 13 and 9, the word brings stability. Got too many Christians. Hebrews 13 and 9, the word brings stability. See, have too many Christians. Look at Hebrews 13 and 9. Hebrews 13 and 9 says, Be not carried about with various and strange doctrines. For it is good thing, it's a good thing that the heart be established with grace not with foods which have not profited them that have been occupied within. Some people just go all over the place. Some of y'all have believe everything somebody say. Somebody come to town with a rag on their head and they're a prophet, a prophet. Here we go. And you better get in the book for yourself. Amen, amen. I ain't concerned about what somebody said. It's what the Bible say. Then Hebrews 4 and 12 talks about the power of the word. The power of the word of God. Hebrews 4 and 12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit, and the joint and marrow, and is the cerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. Word of God is sharp. That's why the devil, listen, in our public schools, you can, and on your job, you can read Harry Potter. You can read Thoreau, Thoreau and the Palm. You can read Machiavelli. You can read Plato Republic. And people will applaud you and say, oh, you're so intellectual. But bring your Bible to work. <laughs> Take your Bible to school and people, hey, 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 what, hey, 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 what you doing? You don't believe me? When you go shopping today, don't, don't take your Bible to the liquor store. If you're going to look, don't take it. Just leave it in the car. But when you go get your meat at H-E-B, for, uh, take your Bible with you. And just have it upon your arm. Don't say nothing. Watch how folks start looking. Hey, hey. Hey, they'll call security. What, what, what you doing? Say, <laughs> say, man, I'm just getting me some meat. <laughs> say, what? say what, what's your name? They'll call. The devil not afraid of you or me, but he can't handle this book. And that's why if you're going to be a disciple, amen, you got to get into, the, if you can't read, you can get the Bible now on cassette, on DVD, on CD. Every time Reverend Clement picked me up and gave me a ride in his Toyota, he got the Bible on. And the only thing I have to tell him, I tell him, turn it down a little bit, up loud. But let it keep playing. Amen. Amen. You need to, need to play it at night. Go to bed. Some of y'all going to bed and listen to poop pop tap tap. Tick a tack a tack a tack tack. That's why you can't sleep. Look, you can't because all this tack a tack. Come on, all that kind of stuff. You need to go to bed. Put the word on. Amen. Let Al Green rest tonight. Amen. 
put the word on. You, you asleep sound. Amen. You got to get in the book. You got to grow. Well, I've kept you too long. Let me tell you this and I'm closing. Uh, uh, if you're going to move on, if you're going to become a disciple, you must get into the word. Everything we do here, design, try to get you in the word so you can grow. We can never be the light on the hill if our members don't know the word. Great to have membership, but you got to become a disciple. Jake Sundine tells the story that in the spring of 1924, he was four years old, standing in line with his father at the White House, inside the White House, to see President Calvin Coolidge. And so Jack said, the four-year-old boy, he noticed as he got closer to Coolidge that every time he shook somebody's hand, President Coolidge shook somebody's hand, he would whisper something in their ear. So as a little boy, he got closer to the president. And when he gets up to the president, he puts his little hand in the president's hand, expecting to hear what the president been saying to people. And all the president, he said he will never forget the two words that the president said to him. Here he is a little boy expecting the president to say something profound in his ear, something political that he could apply when he became a man. But he said all the president whispered in his ear was, move alone. <laughs> That's all God is saying to believers at St. James. You got to move along. You got to move along from just coming to church once a week. You got to move along from still hating folk who've been dead for 30 years. You got to move along from just giving God a tip when you should be giving God your time. Move along and become everything that God will have you to be. If you're going to grow, you got to be hungry for the word of God. And move along. You got to leave some people. The James and John, they left their daddy in the boat. And you got to leave some folks. You got to tell some folk bye-bye. And that's why some saints don't grow. You don't want to tell your ace boom coons bye. But if you're going to grow and become a disciple rather than just a member, you got to tell some people bye-bye. I'm going to leave you. I got, you got to leave your music. You got to leave all the other stuff. If you are going to move along and become the disciple that God is calling for, you have to move along. Listen, the world is hungry for the living bread. Lift the Savior up for men to see. And he said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men under me. Lift him up. Lift him, lift the Savior up to the, until he speak from eternity. And he said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. Listen, this thing is not going to get any better. It's not going to get any better until we tell people about Jesus. And when a man or woman gets saved, they'll start acting like Jesus. And all the people said, Amen. Fishers of men, no bait needed. Shall we stand? <laughs> what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. I care the people are coming. 
He is the Messiah. He calls us to salvation, calls us to church membership, calls us to discipleship. If you can't stay, if you could stay until we go home together, we'll be leaving shortly. But be praying. Today might be the day that someone come to know Christ in the person of their, for their forgiveness of their sins. I still love to see people come to know Christ, but salvation is just the first step. The next step is discipleship. God, I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to be a witness. I want to be fishing for men. And he loves you. You're getting the word. You're getting the word of God. Listen, too many Christians, you got, you're spending too much time watching CNN and CNBC and Fox. That stuff will run you crazy. You need to spend some time in this word. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Light unto my You need to spend some time in this word. And you'll discover who you are and whose you are by the word.